Hi, we're George and Jess, and after doing a morning radio show together for over a decade, we found our new home on the George and Jess podcast. We are a married couple exploring the ins and outs of balancing kids, marriage, and careers. So join us for adventures in the kitchen, at home, traveling, and more. Pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee. It's time to get real about life, love, and the world around us. What is your mental escape? I think everyone's looking for one right now. They are. Whether it be an escape from the news, an escape from social media, an escape from just everyday stress, people are looking for a mental escape. I don't think it's just me when I say it feels like people are fighting about everything all the time. And it's almost like you, you're you numb to it because it's been going on for so long. Every Every couple of weeks, there's just something else fight about it. And I'm not diminishing the things that people are fighting for or fighting against. I'm just saying there's just something different all the time. There's always been a a different opinion when it comes to politics. That's just something that's been in this country forever, right? It's taken on a more uncivilized (laughs) approach over the past I would say decades specifically, even more, even a little bit more than that. And we talked about this. I think it was on an episode towards the end of last week, like being in a relationship with someone who has differing political views as you. Um, But just social media, the Internet has given everyone a voice to share their thoughts, feelings and opinions at any moment of any day. And no great, no greater example (laughs) than I would think over the last you know, three or four years. Well, it's even beyond that. Let's let's just look back at the past decade. Obviously, politics when 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 President Trump was elected, just it reached a new level, right? Mm-hmm. And then you follow that up with the COVID nineteen. Then we had the social and civil unrest with the riots in the Twin Cities and across the country, mm-hmm. right? The social de- justice demonstrations, some peaceful, a lot of them not. Also, and now with the the, the Roe versus Wade, with the political uh, leaking the, uh, <laughs> the Samuel Alito draft from the Supreme Court, it looks like they are going to overturn Roe versus Wade after almost 50 years. And that will probably be announced in in June sometime or around there. But I'm not I'm not going to discuss any of that right now. I'm just going to tell you that those are the, the the things that everybody is fighting about. And every time it seems like we clear a hurdle or or get past something or we try to, something new comes along. Yeah, and that vaccines and masks and Ukraine and Afghanistan. And you can't. The, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Well, it's like. It's like the lines have been drawn and you're either on one side or the other. And that's how the media portrays it. I've said this before, and I'm going to stand by this statement. I believe that the majority of Americans are somewhere in the middle and want to find common ground with their fellow man. I believe that. But they're not the loudest, though, okay? I believe we're the majority, but we're not the loudest. And you only hear those that are screaming. Have you found yourself trying to spend less time on social media just to avoid 
unneeded drama in your life? I don't think, well, I'll tell you how you do that. Social media, before everybody gets on their soapbox and wants to bash it, I'll say this. The algorithms are pretty good. And if you find yourself drawn to more positive energy, that's what you're going to see. If you don't want to fight and you don't engage in some of that stuff and you don't spend any length of time watching that stuff that gets posted, you will find that you will be inundated with stuff that is with with more like-minded people. I have done a lot of auditing of my social media channels and sometimes it's hiding someone. I've started blocking people. Sometimes it's unfollowing and it's not like from a place of I don't like you or I hate you or anything like that. It's just I'm trying to protect my energy. Right. And so that does help. I know what's happening in the world. And if I want to further investigate that, I know what sources to go to. I don't need somebody yelling at me all day long on social <laughs> media, right? So I'm not kidding. And I've learned to do that. And this, and I learned that from other creators. They were like, you know what? If somebody's bringing you down or offending you or getting you yeah. angry and you find yourself worked up, hit that little button at the dot and just block them. Because, yeah, unfollow, unsubscribe, whatever. And then the algorithms understand what you don't want to hear. And then you go back to birding and cooking and and, and summer activities. And, and fashion. Yes. And- there is a lot of good out there. And and there I mean, is. And yeah. there's a lot, there's a lot of great content on social media. And I do like social media and I have made quote unquote friendships with people online. Right. But I have spent a lot of effort or put a lot of effort into auditing who I follow and why I follow them, thinking about why I follow them and trying to be more, I should say I'm trying to be more intentional with my time on social media. I know you hate it when I bring this up, but Meta, (laughs) Zuckerberg's virtual world, you know, he owns Facebook, Instagram, and he has a vision. And you know what? You can fight that all you want, but you're not going to stop it. No. And you're not going to stop social media. So for the people that do tell me that they don't get involved, you're the last one that won't. Because our the younger kids that are growing up now, just technology. is This is all they know. It's not going to be some weird thing that they've latched onto later in life. They don't know life without it. It's going to be part of their life. So you know, I, I think that you, you immediately... When they start at whatever age, you know, you start following people that bring positive vibes. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm not anti-social media at all. And I think that internet friendships are real friendships. And they I, are, yeah. And I think that um, Mark Z and his meta, I I see the vision for it. And I think that it will be a thing that will very quickly become normal and you will be in a or able to enter a virtual world with people that you know online and it will be like you're in person with them in a virtual world and that sounds insane but i don't think it's that far away it's not and i think people will embrace it and i probably will too to an extent in less than 70 years in less than 70 years last century we went from horseback to putting a man on the moon so and i'm telling you i'm telling you what's happening right now we are living in another one of those revolutions mm-hmm. and it is going to be it is at a a blistering pace and you can't stop it and 
you know, we'll get to 2040 or 50, and a lot of this evolution that's been happening over the past couple of decades will have brought us to a completely different world. It will look completely yeah. different, and if it, there will be people that don't embrace it, and that's fine. You're you're entitled to your journey, but but when when, when it's hard for people to grasp that, again, if you were to take your cell phone and you were to be launched back in time only 100 years, they would have hung you or burned you at the stake for some kind of sorcery. Sure, Because they would have been like, oh, my God, what is that, right? They wouldn't have even been able to comprehend it. I was just listening to uh, a book on Audible the other day that was um, talking about the late 1800s and the early 1900s in the United States and the invention of um, the light bulb and the telephone and the automobile and just the the vision and the creativity of these men who created these things and how quickly that changed the trajectory of our country. And I'm, I mean, I don't think it's that dissimilar to what's happening now with technology. You just made me very sad that we have to wait for the next season of Gilded Age. I know. I Because <laughs> the a big part the book of... book reminded me a lot of that show. Uh, I was picturing the characters from the show when I was listening to the book. A but... big part of that is the introduction of electricity. Yes. Right? And their absolute amazement when well, when Edison turned on the lights and, right it was and, and that, that had to have been like literally like magic that time in our in our country is so fascinating because things did happen so quickly and um like I've been doing some work with the local historical society on a couple of projects and they their wealth of knowledge about even our community at that time and we are on the river and on the railroad and so we have a very long history in our community and it's just it's all very fascinating to me that that late 1800s time period. So anyway, I think that the technology boom that we're seeing right now will fast forward us as quickly as some of those inventions did. Oh, without a doubt. So back to our original topic here. What is your mental escape? What do you do to escape all of the pressure that comes with just being bombarded with, I mean, because it's not just social media on your phone or turning on the television. Mm -hmm. It's everywhere. Absolutely. You can't go anywhere without advertising and marketing aimed at you, whether it's a billboard, uh, a flyer, it doesn't matter. They've got you everywhere. You can't do anything. You can't even walk into the grocery store. Um, I love the library and I love books. And, Re- reading is a mental escape and for I would you, say isn't it? that is a huge mental escape for me and it has been since I was very young I've always loved books I mean I was I would bring a book to the dinner table and my parents would be like no books at the table which sounds so funny but I I've always been super I had a huge love for reading was it the escape is that what it was I like what so. we're talking about mental I mean escape. I don't think at the time I could have identified that when I was younger but now it definitely is like I get up early in the morning and I read every morning. I read a book or from a book, not a whole book. Just I read a, a chapter or two every morning. Sure, you have. A, you get up and you go down to your chair. You turn on the lamp. I drink you, my coffee and you have a little alone time. And I read my book. Is there anything else besides reading that you would consider a mental escape? Um, clothes. 
<laughs> that sounds that's no that, that, that doesn't sounds sound funny everybody's got something but i love right. putting together outfits and like rethinking things i already have um and Claire and I will do photo shoots and like Instagram reels, videos of different outfit combinations. And again, that's certainly not everybody's cup of tea for a mental escape, but it brings me joy. And on that end of things, you part of that is your Instagram reels. Yeah. 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 Right. And that's fun for me. Right. I get that. I get that. What's your mental escape? You know, I'm finding more and more that it is just getting outside mm-hmm. and i do like one of my favorite things to do i don't know if i'm turning into a hippie or what that's fine but i love music festivals and art festivals stuff like that where you just go hang out and everybody's getting along and often outside yeah just enjoying the atmosphere and just nobody arguing just vibing you know and i like being out in the yard I like uh, I like nature. I think nature is you know, and again I grew up in the wilderness in northern Minnesota, right on the edge of Voyagers National Park. And over my thirty years in radio, I just kind of lost touch with it because I got so wound up in doing you know what I was doing, you know. And anybody that's familiar with broadcast and how that works or how it did because it is rapidly changing, but uh, it was a it was a commitment, and, and then, you know, I was having fun, and I just kind of let those things slide. And it wasn't until we bought this house, which has been seven years ago now, that I really started to reconnect with the things that I did growing up. Mm-hmm. And that was like, well, now when I say gardening and just working outside in the yard and doing things like that, it's because I worked, well, obviously I did that at home, but... Uh, growing up, the the only work I had was at the resorts out on the lakes at the park, and I was a dock boy. So I did all the groundskeeping and stuff like that, and I, I, I forgot how nice it was to be outside with just the birds. Mm-hmm. Just quiet. When you're at work during the day and the kids are at school and the neighborhood is kind of shut down and I'm in the backyard and we have a ravine lot, it's kind of like reconnecting. I bet I bet that's a very uh, mentally soothing time. It is. When I uh, this a couple of days ago, I just finally I, I broke down because I knew the warm weather and the rain was coming, and I did a rake job. I wanted to get some of the uh, stuff that you would normally, if you were going to like dethatch or anything like that. Uh, I, I just went out and just raked the yard and got up some of the old stuff and kind of air it out. And uh, I was out there. I had my my headphones on and I was listening to some Christopher Cross albums that I have. Am I dating myself? <laughs> I like soothing music. I, th- I think music is a good mental escape. And yes. sometimes like on Friday and Saturday nights, we'll just turn music on and just kind of chill out. And you can have conversation with music as a, as a background. Yeah. Uh, and that is a good mental escape. Like I, you know, I like a good show and We've watched a lot of good ones recently, but sometimes it's like I don't even have the mental capacity for a show. It's like, just put some music on. I just need to, like, unwind. To give you an example, like, you and I are big fans of Ozark, but we have not watched the final season yet because I just don't feel like I want to watch anything that violent or crazy right now. I just don't have the energy for that kind of suspense. It does take a lot of energy. And the funny, it's funny that you say that because 
immediately, what do we get attached to? The flight attendant on HBO Max. And that is insanely intense. Yeah, I thought it was supposed to be funny. And Kaylee Cuoco is the main the main actress, and I don't know if I'm saying her name right, but but she's the she's the she was Penny from The Big Bang Theory. There you go, and she's yeah. great. Yeah, she's fantastic. She's an excellent actress, and I just really really like her. But one of my coworkers was like, we share shows, and we like a lot of the same shows, and so she suggested The Flight Attendant, which is on HBO Max, and I didn't look into it. I didn't do any research. I was like, oh yeah, I've seen that. I like that actress. We started, and I'm like. What is happening? This is insane. It's like a psychological thriller. Every second of it, you're like not breathing. Right. Because it's so intense. I barely slept Saturday night. I was like, am I going crazy? We're only four episodes in. And then Think I, about that. And then I told you on Sunday, I was like, that has to be a weekend show. I right. cannot watch that every night before bed and then try and like sleep and focus well here's here's the thing last saturday night we started it and we wound up getting sucked in we watched four episodes and immediately when we went to bed that night i started dreaming about it i did too and i was like oh my god and i was like am i crazy so i don't want something like that to keep me up throughout the week yes absolutely so i think shows can be a mental escape but more like watching friends reruns or cheers reruns not not Ozark and the flight attendant. Do you do you think uh, you know we we often talk about being you know the sober curious movement. Mm-hmm. We often talk about that. Do you think that removing alcohol from your life helps with stress? It has helped my anxiety immensely. I mean, I used to be on anxiety medication, and I'm not anymore. And it's not like my anxiety is completely gone. I mean, I still have moments where I feel anxious. Everybody does. You want to know what makes a lot of people feel good? When they look good. You know how you look good? Buy new clothes. You got to dress good, right? (laughs) And we know the ladies and men specifically for that. Our friends at Jay Long's. And if you are looking for something for mom... It's not too late to get her something very special at Jay Long's because uh, they have a fabulous line of athleisure apparel for men and women. And they also have great gift items from drink mixes to beautiful drink glasses, um, coffee, gourmet chocolate that's imported from Los Angeles. Um, Anything that you're looking for for like that special touch of like, where did you find this? You can find it at Jay Long's. Plus, Brie has done a phenomenal job of curating a collection of women's clothing that is unmatched. I mean, (laughs) it is so special. Every piece just has something about it that makes it stand out. Andy, you're heading up there for our trip to Vegas. You think I'm not? So so am I, by the way, because I'm getting some of that new Viore stuff uh, for our hiking expeditions. I can't wait. Again, Jay Long's, Madison Avenue here in Mankato. They've been known for years for fine men's clothing They have grown a ton. They're continuing to expand. And I'm telling you, check them out, not just for yourself, but for great gift ideas. That's Jay Long's on Madison Avenue right here in Mankato. We love talking about, well, we love talking about a lot of things, but we love talking about our our 1959 mid-century home. And we've done a lot of improvements. And one that stands out to me that actually surprised me how much of an impact that it made on our life was our Kinetico water treatment system from Garlic's Water Conditioning. Without a doubt. Laundry, showering, you got the water softener, you get the 
the the squeaky clean clothes and the drinking water. I am a huge. I am. I'm one of those people who always carries around a water bottle. I always have a big cup with a big straw, and I've turned into a water snob because of our Connecticut water filtration system. Because it's legitimately clean water. You would be surprised with some of the stuff you're buying in bottles. Actually, a lot of it's just tap water. It really is, honestly. Connecticut. Well, garlic specifically will test your water in your home and tell you exactly what you need. Because there's a lot of people in rural areas that will be like, yeah, but I got hard water. I got this, that. And it's just not the same as you people with your city water. They can work with you. They'll come out, test your water, and tell you exactly what you need. And if you're worried about uh, installation and stuff, I thought our house would be a disaster. They brought the water softener and the Kinetico filtration system in, had it all set up, including tapped up at our kitchen sink in a couple hours, in and out, no problems, no mess. Yeah, and again, we have a 1959 old home. So don't worry about installation. They got you. They'll do a free water analysis. You can visit them online at garlicswater.com and uh, get an appointment set up, a consultation, and you will be drinking the cleanest of clean when it comes to your drinking water. I mean, alcohol for me just exacerbated my anxiety. Why do you think that was? Well, I don't know. I mean, like the scientific part of that. Uh, I'm just asking, why, do you think it was uh, it was just burying feelings and emotions that you were going to have to eventually face anyways? Yeah, and I, I, I mean, I know it's a depressant. It is. Yeah. So that doesn't help if you're anxious because those two things go hand in hand. But... I don't know. It was the definitely removing alcohol from my life has helped. You want to, and I, again, I'm not taking shots at anybody I've ever worked with. I'm, I, I love and miss and uh, enjoyed working with a lot of people, my, my almost 30 year career in radio. But I can tell you this, the biggest mental escape for me was walking out of the studio at the radio station for the last time I've since then, I mean, it was a, it was a bit weird and I still find myself like if, if news breaks or there's some, something really big going on, I catch myself going, God, I, what are we going to, I got to talk about this on the air. Right. And then I, re, then I remember, Oh yeah, that's a thing of the past. I don't do that for my job anymore. Not that we can't talk about things here. Right. But. The, well, I, the great, the, the, you know what I think the mental escape is for me. I can talk about whatever I want here. Yeah. I'm. You know what? And you want to know why you and I? Well, you and I have made it a a, a a conscious effort. I don't like to talk about things that start fights. I don't want to fight. And it's not that we don't have opinions or thoughts on things that start fights you know it's just like that this isn't the the platform that we're going to share those thoughts on here's the way i look at it if people want to engage in that kind of you know combative pugnacious behavior whatever you want to call it they'll find easily find a platform for it i think people are searching for platforms to get away from it yeah that's what they want to do hence Mental escape. Yeah, and I think that's the cool thing about podcasts as an entertainment medium because you can, there's so many great ones, and you can find the ones that talk about things that you like to hear about. Right. And it doesn't, it isn't 
meant to be mass appeal for every single person. No. You know, it's you find a community and people that you identify with and relate to and and that's how people get into podcasts and I think that's super cool. I that is the big reason that media in its current form is <laughs> this is again this is why I like Gen Z. Okay? People give these young people a hard time and it drives me nuts. But here's the facts. With today's social media platforms and all the different uh, broadcast mediums that we have, you can find what you're looking for and like-minded people. Right. Very specifically. Very easily. Find what you're looking for. Satellite radio is fantastic. I mean, I, I mean, there's a lot of guys in our industry. You and I knew this because while we were still in the old-fashioned terrestrial radio broadcast, they didn't like it because it was hurting business, sure. right? Because people didn't want to hear, you know, 28 minutes out of a 60-minute hour of just commercials right. when they broke that up into four breaks that were six, seven minutes long each, right? And they got tired of it. And then they just sold more and more and more and more and more. So... For instance, with our morning show, it got to the point where we hardly had time to even chat. Right. And that's what right? we do is chats. We're chatters. That's what that is what we do. <laughs> Speaking of mental escape, one of the things that I really like is conversation. That's why it's so great to be here when we you right. and I well, we we this is not something we just up one day we decided to do, right? We're like, this has been we planned this. We were like, we followed what was going on over the past couple of years. And we're like, well, I'm getting in on that because I don't want to miss out. Right. And it's it's fun and it's been a great transition for us. Right. To this platform. Um, side note, March was the biggest month of resignations in the country. And listen, and we have had we <laughs> we have had multiple people and I'm not kidding across the country that live in it was somebody from Nevada that actually told us we're the face of the movement. And I'm like, like no, I'm not. not. No. I'm not. But no. I will I, But I will say this. Do we need to get a, a lawyer partner? Like, George and Jess are not responsible for your career choices. I will say this. That was the biggest mental break I have ever given myself. Was, and, was, was quitting my job. Yes. I was like almost three decades... And I just got to that point where I was like, I've had enough. Me too. And I know I know I'm there. I've thought about it. This is not a knee-jerk decision. This is something that I believe in. And I'm going to take that leap of faith. And that was only a little over a month ago. A little ago. over a month ago. It seems like a lifetime ago. Right. But I, don't you think that there has, for so long, people got to that point and just didn't do anything about it? And just kept pushing and like, I'm going to keep on keeping on, grinding, just like all of those things that just make you feel awful. Right. When you know that you want to be done or you hate it or you dread going there, you get the Sunday scaries and like there's all these things that are like affecting you so negatively, but people are finally recognizing that they can make a change and they can choose to take their life in a different direction. Yeah, don't don't quit your job. Uh, no, no, unless no, you really is, want. Is to. what I'm saying <laughs> is don't confuse comfort for fear of change. 
right? I mean, because it's not what I'll admit, and I know I know people that are still doing it. I could easily go set in a radio studio somewhere mm-hmm. and collect a check. Yeah. And I could make sales happy and management by doing a show and doing all of the things that they believe they need to do to keep it moving. I could do that. But you want to know what? I don't want to do that anymore. I, I'm done with it. And that's what was so shocking when we did make the choice to change careers is, I mean, we could have done what we were doing and retired. All right. As long as we are the face of the great resignation, I'm going to embrace the title. Go ahead. Lay it on me. Because I want, no, I, I encourage people. Be, is what's holding most people back is fear. Absolutely. Because it takes, it can be unsettling to just one day, especially if you're like me and you've been doing it for almost three decades. Right. I've never known anything else. And I made it through Almost 30 years in broadcast with never being fired or laid off. That's impressive. I only changed jobs when I wanted to quit and start a new one. And that's almost, if you talk to anybody who's in the industry, they'll tell you that's almost unheard of. They actually told us like our first week of broadcast school, you're not really in broadcast until you get fired. I've heard that. I heard that as well. And I was laid off for my first job. My position was eliminated. Radio is, is, is what they said. <laughs> right. You know what they Life's hard. Radio's harder. That's what they teach you. Right. But that's, again, that's old school thought. It's all very old school. It is but... it. But it was fear. And honestly, again, going back, uh, you hear us talk about this sober curious movement because I do want people to at least try it. I encourage everybody to just give it a shot. Right. And see how it makes you feel. You might be surprised. You know what? The number one thing I hear from people all the time, I mean, obviously, physically, you're going to feel better. You're going to sleep better. You get, you're going to hear all you're that stuff. Better. But one thing you will hear a lot of people who have taken a few months or six months or a year off from drinking, they'll tell you this. I couldn't believe all the opportunity that was hiding right in front of me. Mm-hmm. Right? Isn't that wild? Well, it is. But it, you want to know why it's hiding? It's hiding behind fear. Yes. That It is. And fear is the disguise. Uh, you hear that so all good. you hear that all the time from people. And I and I know it. And I started and then it took me a while to figure it out. But isn't it funny that the two kind of go hand in hand? Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you, you stop drinking, you quit your job. <laughs> I mean, it's just a, <laughs> that's what happened to us. And then you know, and, and I, I, I have talked to numerous employers because I know some great employers that are struggling to find people right now, right? And they've given raises and they've, the smart ones are like, you know what? People need a little bit more money and they need to be treated better and they needed, they need uh, work-life balance, mm-hmm. right? Things like that. So the good employers are embracing this change and trying to work with employees and treating, treating them like people, not minions, mm-hmm. right? It's funny because uh, when they all talked about everybody's got to go back to the office, right? This this remote working isn't going to, we, we can't have this. All of the people that were preaching that were the guys that were out on the golf course while their employees <laughs> were, back at, the, were back at the office, right? <laughs> so it's easy for them to say that. And that's that's exactly what it was. And it still is. I talk to these guys all the time and uh, again- 
I've met many, 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 many <laughs> uh, business owners and CEOs throughout my career, right? And the ones that embrace the new way of thinking are the ones that are going to make it. Because if you think you can treat people like you did even five years ago, good luck. It's, it's a different world than it was even five years ago. Good luck. Yeah. Good. Completely different. Luck. Because you are not, they're, they're just, well, they're just not going to have it. You want to know why? They don't need to. Nope. And people are figuring that out. Content creators, which is a lot of what we're doing on uh on, on online, right? With It's not just our podcast, but everything else that goes along with it is going to be a big, big booming business. It's worth over $100 billion already, and they say that it's just getting started. Because when you and I first, I'll use Kelsey as an example, and I'm not I'm not talking about the one you work not with now. Not my Kelsey. I'm talking about our Kelsey, which was one of... <laughs> Which was one of the uh, millennials that we worked with prior to the pandemic. A young millennial. Yeah, she was a victim of the pandemic, right? She lost her job because yep. they yep. rolled back, right? But anyways, she when she first started, it was probably, what, six, five, six years ago? God, Seven, something like so that. weird. I don't, I don't remember. But she told me, she was. I was like, what do you want to do long term? Because she was really good at radio. You know, and she's good at broadcast. And she has all the uh, skill sets to do well, it, regardless of what she wants to do, as long as she's in media. It's hard worker, right? yeah, yeah. Just, just a good young woman. Right, and she uh, she said, I want to be a social media influencer. And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, what? And now, you know what? She was smarter than I am because she saw what was coming and was part of that generation. Isn't that funny? Right, and now I learned to embrace it, and it took a while, but that's where it's headed. So I just, I mean, it's, again... Quit your job. Go ahead. Do I know. It. I'm go like, how it. did we go from I don't like, know. I like I don't, it always winds up. I like up. to read books and look at the birds to like quit to, your job. Quit it. Quit it. <laughs> no, I, I'm kidding. A lot of people have jobs that they enjoy. But I have a job that I enjoy yeah, now. So do I. <laughs> Sitting here feeding my birds. Feeding your birds. <laughs> chatting with me. Right. And then but, get in the house to yourself for a few hours. But honestly, find a mental escape. Yes. And it, and sit down and think about it. Like, what do you do that makes you feel better and makes you kind of forget about all the negativity that you're surrounded with? Is there something? Man, you know what I've also I've considered? Because uh, physical uh, activity is is a big one. Yeah. You know, just doing things. I think working out. I was having this conversation with John up at JP, and he, I was like, this is a great escape and a great community. It's to a be, great community. Because you're involved with other people who are encouraging you. You're doing something to better yourself. You know, there's only positivity is rolling out of that place. That That's, has been one of my favorite parts about going back to the gym because we bought a Peloton during the pandemic, like everybody else. And I said just like a month ago, I really miss going to the gym and like that community and just the accountability. And so um, now we're going to JP Fitness and I love like in the morning, I get to class and it's like a lot of the same people and I don't know them well, but I'm, you know, we're, st I'm starting to like recognize them and sure. be friendly with them. And it's like, how cool is this? That we're all here. We all got our butts out of bed in the dark, in the cold. And we're up here doing something that makes us feel good before we get our day started. And right. I think that's super cool. It doesn't have to cost a fortune. It doesn't have to cost anything. I, one of the things that you and I both agreed we'd like to do, and we're gonna we're gonna start this in uh in a like couple a week of, and a half. 
we're, yeah, we're going to, we're going to do some hiking when we're in the Southwest United States. We're heading to Nevada. Okay. We're going to Vegas. I know. I'm okay. like, oh, we're going to Nevada. I'm like, no, we're not. We are. I mean, Las Vegas I, I, yes, is in Nevada. Yes, technically we are, but we're going to Las Vegas. But we, and I have friends who live there, right? Yes, a really, a really close friend of mine I've known for years, went to broadcast school with her and she's going to take us out and show us some of these areas where we can hike. And I want, cause uh, I, I have a friend of mine who's an accountant who stopped drinking years ago. Years ago. And one of the things he took up was hiking, and he does it. He met a whole community, does it by himself, but he just enjoys hiking and going out and experiencing mm-hmm. nature yes, and everything that comes with it. Huh? Awesome escape. I love that. Awesome. Right? So my my advice, besides quit your job if it sucks, find a mental escape, right? Yes. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm telling you. If if you hate your job and 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 you're miserable every morning when you get up and you get the Sunday scaries and all this other stuff, you I'm being dead serious here. You're never gonna get where you want to be mentally if you keep doing it. No. And that is no, that it's is just a, gonna hold you back in all the aspects yep. of your life. And I understand that can be unsettling and scary, you know. But and not necessarily an easy thing to do, right, but but find a way. Because it's there. There is a way, right? You have it in you. You do. You have it in there. It's it's the, it's down in there somewhere. You'll find it. Believe me. So mental escapes. Do you have one? We'd love for you to weigh in and tell us about it. You can find us on social media, George and Jess Podcast on Facebook and Instagram, georgeandjess.com. By the way, our provider was down for a couple days earlier this week. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. if you were like, oh, George and Jess are lazy bums and they took two days off this week, um, we didn't. The The episodes are all there now uh, on Apple Podcasts and Amazon and everywhere you get your podcasts. Yeah, so. it, we were still up on Spotify, but Anchor FM, and we're not the only ones. There's, no, it was it was yeah. a, a, a company-wide outage. Yeah, this was so. like there was celebrities losing their minds. Yeah. So, oh. but yeah, it's all fixed. They tried to add something. It didn't quite work, but. It's all back they up send now. Their apologies. And we were posting. So you'll have episodes to kept, catch up on because we have posted every day since Monday. So if you're specifically one of our Apple podcast yeah. listeners, by the way, we didn't want you to think we let you down. No, and you're the majority. I know. <laughs> I mean, if you follow Analytics, a little panicky there for a minute. <laughs> analytics, more than half of uh, our listeners are on Apple podcasts. So uh, they've got that fixed. All the episodes are there. And we'd love for you to weigh in. On our social media. Again, you'll find us on Facebook. Search George and Jess Podcast. You'll find us on Instagram. And if you look George underscore Jess one, you look for that on TikTok, you'll get to see me feed the birds. (laughs) I I, I actually did a, uh, (laughs) out at the bird feeder, I did a uh, voiceover challenge. Yeah. Well, I haven't, I never, I didn't watch it with the volume up. I saw it pop up and I was like, what are you doing? Throughout my radio career, I did, I can't, I mean, and- Thousands and thousands of car ads. I mean, television and radio stuff, right? So uh, there was there there was. The, <laughs> I, have to, I have to watch there, the volume. Yeah, up. there was this thing on uh, TikTok that was trending to duet this video, and they were like, "It's it's the voiceover challenge." And I'm like, "Oh God!" Were I'm you done. like, "Come on!" Down. I, I was like, "Bring it, bring it, bring it!" Uh, so I went out to the bird feeder and I did it again. George underscore Jess one on TikTok. You'll find us there. And we'll have another episode for you tomorrow morning at 6 a.m.